Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome back to Inside Arsenal. It is Monday. I hope you're all having a very good start to your week, wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world. Just one day to go now until Arsenal return to action with that game at Nottingham Forest tomorrow night. I will be heading to the city ground. Uh, looking forward to that. Mikel Arteta speaking today at his press conference, 1.30pm, previewing that match. Not going to be at London Colney today. So unfortunately, school run prevents me from being able to get there and getting back in time to be able to do that. But I will be following it on uh, on the net because I'll still stream it, of course. So I'll still see what Mikel Arteta has to say. And I think I know what a big chunk or certainly what a fair few questions are going to be in that press conference, given I'm sure you've seen some of the reports that have emerged from Spain in the last 24 hours. Probably the least unexpected reports you could get. I sat here yesterday in the morning show telling you all it was inevitable to expect it. We all know what happens, especially when Barca are involved. These sort of stories just start to emerge. I said yesterday, it's going to happen. Get ready. And then it happened even before the day was out. Reports coming out that Mikel Arteta has told his entourage, love that word, entourage, that he's planning on leaving Arsenal at the end of the season or he could leave Arsenal at the end of the season. Of course, that suddenly was massive news on social media yesterday, the report being branded around left, right and centre. So going to speak about that, my response to that um, in today's show. We'll look at some reports about Victor Osman as well. Uh, Mohamed Onani, bad night for him for Egypt in the African Cup of Nations. Got some questions and comments from you guys and we will look forward to the Nottingham Forest game as well. So we'll start with the news about Mikel Arteta. Um, the reports, I should say, rather than news about Mikel Arteta. Now, obviously, the background to this is that Xavi has announced he's leaving Barcelona at the end of the season. I said in yesterday's show, given that announcement, that 
it was inevitable that Arteta was suddenly going to be start being linked with Barcelona, that stories were going to start emerging because it's just the way it works over in Spain, especially with Barcelona. And uh, lo and behold, before yesterday was out, suddenly these reports came out, starting in Spain, um, in from the Catalan press, that Mikel Arteta has told his entourage that he's planning on leaving Arsenal or could well be leaving Arsenal at the end of the season. Um, cue Bedlam on social media for 20 minutes or so last night. Um, look, my understanding of that is that it's complete rubbish. Absolute, complete rubbish. And Mikel will address it later at his press conference today. He's obviously going to be asked about it and he'll give his response to it today. But my understanding, it's just completely, absolutely not true. I'm not saying that Mikel Arteta won't end up at Barcelona. I have absolutely no idea if that will happen or not, if they'll even come calling for him or not. I'm not saying he's going to stay at Arsenal forever because I just don't know. But I do know that the reports that have emerged from Spain that he's told his entourage that he's planning on leaving Arsenal at the end of the season and that he's going to walk away from the club. I know that that's rubbish. It's just not true. And so, you know, again, as I said, I, I don't have any information on what's going to happen long-term with Arteta, if he'd be interested in the Barcelona job, if Barcelona even would want Mikel Arteta, if they'd even have him on the list. I imagine they probably would, but I don't know that for sure. All I can respond to is these reports. And I, and I have been told that it is complete and utter rubbish just not true simply not true um lots of people who get in touch vet para obviously here's one of the people who's got in touch there's zero chance arteta even thinking about barcelona managers will be falling over themselves to manage a young and improving squad like ours not to mention the majority of them recently agreed new contracts barca are an absolute mess ffp issues aging squad and less money to spend again you know i, I don't know if arteta would even want to manage barcelona or anything like that but I think this point is very, very a good one from Vet Power. I don't see why right now. Barcelona are obviously this huge lure because of who they are, because of their name. But at the moment, that's kind of all they've got at the moment is the name because they are a mess. Financially, they're a mess. They're limited in what they can do. Spain is not, La Liga is not what it was in terms of the best of the best. You know, they're not the financial powerhouses. Everything, all the plus points are in the Premier League right now. The money, the players, everything like that and it's only going in one trajectory at the moment um it's just not the lure lure that it was obviously you've got the emotional connection Mikel Arteta came through at Barcelona but he's not he's not even a Barcelona boy he's a real, he's from San Sebastian he's Real Sociedad and all that you know yes he came through at La Masia and so he might he might envisage one day managing Barcelona I just don't know but again I just cannot see right at this moment why Arteta would even think about Barcelona down the line maybe perhaps but right now I don't, it's just, it doesn't feel like it's the appealing option to me. It feels like it's just the club where you're going to go, you're going to be hamstrung in terms of what you can do, what money you can spend. And you're not going to get that at Arsenal. At Arsenal, you've got the full backing of the owners, full backing of the board. You've got a young squad that you've developed really, really well. Um, I think you'll get back to getting in the summer. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But like I said, anyway, look, the, the actual reports that you've seen overnight that came from last night, that's just rubbish. It's just nonsense. It's just not true. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Mikel has to say about it later on in his press conference, because I'm sure he's going to want to say something. Sometimes he's pretty guarded, Arteta, when it comes to things. But I imagine this, he'll look at this, think this is disruptive. This is something that I don't need right now and I don't want right now and the squad doesn't need right now. So I think he'll be, I'll be surprised if he's not quite hard on it and doesn't absolutely just, you know, immediately put put an end to all the speculation there and then um 
yeah, it's just it's just a weird one for me. It's uh, it's not weird because I expected it. As I said, I think the only unexpected thing was it happened within a day of me yesterday saying this is going to come. These sort of things are going to come because that's just the way that Barcelona operate and the Barcelona press operate. They like to stir. We've seen it over the years with so many with the players when they come and try and stir them away. But the fact is they can't do that anymore. And that's the thing. They're not in the position that they were where they could come knocking and could steal every single player away because they're just not as massive a name as they are and as historic a name as they are. It's just, it's just a mess. <laughs> Paris says here, it's just not a great club to manage. As, as Xavi has just found out, for now it's very, very difficult. And um, you know, I, I just, I can't see why Arteta would even be interested in it right now. But for the actual reports that you've seen, not true. And um, Mikel, I'm sure, will address that a little bit later on today. Uh, Victor Osimhen as well. There's reports emerging from Italy that Arsenal and Chelsea have already been in contact with Victor Osman and I've had questions and comments from you guys getting in touch I've seen it on my ex account people have been sending me messages and links to the story saying is this true is this true again all I can say on it is just take it all with a pinch of salt at the moment um Arsenal like Victor Osman they've had talks with Victor Osman before I don't know if those talks are ongoing right now or not if they're doing stuff behind the scenes I imagine they'll probably be sounding him out but you know that again that's not based on any information I have that's just me presuming because they're going to want they want a striker this summer Victor Osman could potentially be available they've got contacts with his agent they've had discussions with him before so I'm sure they're probably thinking and looking at it and seeing right what what could we do are, are you interested but I don't think you know I wouldn't be seeing these reports emerging from Italy thing oh Arsenal have you know really sort of started talks to get this done I just take it all with a pinch of salt right now what happens over the next few months is going to happen um and yeah, it's just not one for this month anyway. So I wouldn't be too uh, too bothered by what you're reading. I saw Gary Lineker was getting involved, telling him, telling Victor Osman that he thinks Arsenal would be a better option for him than Chelsea, which I think is true. But, um, you know, money talks at the end of the day. Who offers what? Um, could well swing where Victor Osman goes. But I think if you're looking at it purely from a football point of view, as Gary Lineker said, I think that a striker wins Arsenal the league. A striker, new striker for Chelsea can... Uh, improve Chelsea as they continue to try and improve but it feels like Arsenal are one striker away from you know potentially being absolute top dogs and uh could with Victor Osman be that missing piece of the jigsaw we shall wait and see but I don't think that the reports you're probably seeing at the moment and certainly the ones that you're sending me on social media I don't think there's anything to get too excited about just now there's still a long way to go when it comes to who signs Victor Osman come the summer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Right, so we're 24 hours or just over 24 hours away from Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest at the City Ground. First game of the season, of course, this match was at the Emirates. Eddie Nketiah and Bakaya Saka scoring the goals in that 2-1 win for Arsenal. Ended up being a little bit nervy for Arsenal. Um, City Ground, not a happy hunting ground at all in recent years for Arsenal or for me. I've never seen Arsenal win there. Hopefully that changes tomorrow. Uh, big, big game on the back of the win against Crystal Palace. They have to back that up, especially when you've got Liverpool looming large on Sunday. Need to go into that Liverpool game with three points under the belts. Um, continue on the momentum that they built up with the win against Crystal Palace. You know, anything but a win will be an absolute hammer blow ahead of that game against Liverpool. Liverpool's already looking like an absolute must-win game. If you drop points against Nottingham Forest tomorrow night, then, you know, there is that is you're basically in very, very last chance saloon against Liverpool at that point. Um, because the way Liverpool play and the goals, the amount of goals that they're scoring, even without Mohamed Salah, um, don't look like dropping too many points at the moment and they could be sort of over the hill and out of sight if uh, Arsenal give up too much ground on them. So this is a really crucial game. going to be really interesting to see what Arteta does. I asked yesterday for a lot of your views. It's quite interesting. A lot of you have been getting in touch saying that Saka shouldn't start this game, which is, yes, quite surprising, I suppose, given how important Saka is and given the amount of goals and assists he's still scored this season, even despite not being at his very best. Dark and Bright has dropped Saka. He's been poor the last 10 games. He needs a reminder of the bench. He's been double teamed. But when he gets one-on-one -on -one to beat his man, he's not producing. Play Trossard, Martinelli and Jesus up front with Smith-Rowe starting against a low block. Uh, underneath there, what about Saka? And this was in response to me saying Martinelli or Trossard, who should start? And he says, what about Saka? He has been poor. He has not been on form all season. And you also need to talk about him being replaced by someone else. Martinelli or Trossard can play out on the right. Sean says, start both, drop Saka or Jesus. Interesting one. I, first of all, I don't think Saka's going to get dropped. I'd be very, very surprised if he doesn't. I'm not saying he never should but I don't think he will for this game. I think he definitely starts. Um, I think it will be a choice of who starts on the left out of Martinelli and um, Trossard. I think that's probably the big question going in, into the match. But I, I get it. You know, Saka shouldn't be guaranteed a place in the team. And if he's not producing, then like other players, he should, well, he, he could find himself on the bench and someone else plays. I just don't see there's an absolute, unless you're playing Jesus. I think out of everyone, Jesus is the best replacement for Saka. Um, Reese obviously can do a job. I still think Reese probably better on the left-hand side than he is on the right. Trossard definitely better on the left than he is on the right. Martinelli definitely better on the left than he is on the right, I think. So that kind of just leaves Jesus. And I don't mind Jesus playing on the right because then you could play Kai Havertz up front, who I like playing in that position. Um, or you could play Trossard as the nine. And I like Trossard playing in that position. So I wouldn't really have too, many of a too much of a problem with it. I just think despite Saka's struggles at the moment, I still think he is He's just the one player that I kind of want on the pitch because I feel like if something's going to happen, he will do it. Even the, even, um, whose goal was it? I think it was, I think it was Martinelli's goal, the, the first goal in the win against Palestine. You know, Saku trapped back and won the ball back. And I know, you know, that's just what you should be doing as a player. But even when he's not playing at his best, he's still having impacts in games, I think. And I, I'm not ready to think Saku should be on the bench just yet. But I can understand why many of you think he probably should be so yeah thank you for your responses to that it's certainly going to be interesting to see what Mikel Arteta does when it comes to the forward line and the midfield of course with Thomas Partey back available will Partey go straight into the starting lineup I doubt it you know what will happen with Declan Rice and Gabriel will they be fit um I don't think we'll know that until the team news basically gets announced on the the team sheet gets announced an hour before kickoff at Nottingham Forest I don't imagine Mikel in any way 
will answer those questions when it comes to the fitness of Declan Rice and Gabriel today. I imagine he'll keep Forrest guessing for as long as possible because that's just what he does. And as I've said many a times, just because they're not in the pictures or the videos, the training stuff, doesn't mean they're not going to feature. That's just the way Arsenal operate and certainly the way Mikel Arteta operates when it comes to his team selections. Uh, International-wise, Mohamed Elneny is heading home. Egypt going out yesterday, losing on penalties to Congo. Um, not been a great tournament for Egypt at all, really, over at AFCON. Uh, one of the pre-tournament favourites, but just haven't really produced. Obviously, been missing Mohamed Salah for a bit of it. Um, you know, you'd imagine that Elneny now will be available for the game against Liverpool on Tuesday night. Mohamed Salah, if he's fit, then he would be available for Liverpool to play Arsenal. The big question is about his fitness, of course. He's got that hamstring issue. He hasn't been playing for Egypt. He's come back to Liverpool for treatment. So we'll have to wait and see if Liverpool manage to pull a rabbit out of the hat and uh, get Mohamed Salah back fit. I think every Arsenal fan's probably expecting that he will be, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Tommy Asu in action on Wednesday. I think Japan's game is... Um, I forgot who they're playing now. I did actually just, I did have a, a quick look who they've got in the round of 16 in, in the Asia Cup and I can't remember what it is. So yeah, apologies for that, but that's on Wednesday. So wait and see if they, they go through. If he doesn't, then you think Tommy Astor will certainly be fit and available for the Liverpool game on uh, at the weekend, although they'll probably get back on the Friday. I think it might be a little bit too soon, but we've seen lots of players come back from the international tournaments recently and go straight into team selections or certainly into squads. So we'll wait and see on that. But yeah, disappointment for El Nenny. Couple of questions and comments now. Katie Guna says, Hi, Charles, with Party potentially leaving in the summer. You have said previously you feel like he might leave, and I agree with you. El Nenny's contract's up. Jorginho has an option for one more season. Do you think we might extend Jorginho's contract by one more year and have Rice at DM, or would you let all three leave in the summer and potentially get someone like Zubamendi? I wouldn't let Jorginho go, I have to say. I think if Party goes, if El Nenny goes, I think it's just a bit too much disruption. I just think it makes sense to trigger that option. For Jorginho, I don't think that stops Zubamendi coming in at all. I think you keep, you know, keep Jorginho and sign Zubamendi if you're going to sign Zubamendi. I don't think Jorginho uh, staying would would impact that whatsoever. I just think you need it. Just gives you a little bit of leeway, doesn't it? Still having Jorginho around for for a further season because we know that injuries can happen, and you know, I don't think Zubamendi and Rice is enough if you lose in party. Uh, especially and definitely if you lost Jorginho. So, no, it doesn't make sense to me. I would certainly be triggering that option for Jorginho. I think he's still got a lot to offer. I think he's a very good player, has been a very good player since he's arrived at Arsenal, still plays well whenever he's called upon. As I said, I feel like he's been underused so far this season. Whenever he's played, he's played well. Uh, so, no, yeah, I'd be absolutely triggering that one-year extension for him. Uh, and just one from Carlo here to finish off the cricket. Unbelievable yesterday. What an amazing day of test cricket. Carlo here said, absolutely right. Two great test matches. Huge cricket fan from the Caribbean. So I had to cut my sleep to see my beloved West Indies win a test match in Australia for the first time in 27 years. No other format comes close to being as good as test cricket. Couldn't put it better myself. The greatest format in the game will always be the greatest format in the game. And yesterday proved that. What a win for... West Indies, unbelievable. When you see Carl Hooper crying in the commentary box, when you see Brian Lara crying in the commentary box, just tells you everything you need to know about how important Test cricket is to these players. And it's just magnificent for West Indies. And the scenes yesterday when Joseph got that last wicket, and what a what a performance by Joseph, by the way. But to get those, those scenes in Australia, the celebrations, just unbelievable. And then England, I just it's just one of the greatest Test victories away victories England have ever produced. Unbelievable to to go to it, India to be a hundred runs plus behind after the first innings and to come back and win the way they did. It's just one of the best test test victories I can ever ever remember. And I think it's one of the best test victories of England's long and illustrious history in cricket. Just a fabulous day, brilliant sport.
Love it so much. Love Test cricket so much. And yeah, fantastic. So well done, Carlo. Well done to all my West Indian viewers. Congratulations on a fantastic win uh, for for you guys. And I hope uh, two two match series though. Been that should why, why is it why isn't there at least a decider two match series I hate that that's one thing that really annoyed me about it um, but yeah other than that fantastic win congratulations to the West Indies and congratulations to England as well right that's it from me thank you very much for watching like I said Mikel Arteta press conference should be an interesting one coming up at one thirty p.m. later on today until then have a very good day speed people I'll speak to you soon bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 